Over 250 years ago, our founding fathers set forth on this continent to create a new nation conceived in liberty and the dedication that all men and women are created equal. And as we move forward into the future, we find that people that we put in charge are attempting to take those freedoms away. This is Don't Tread on America. All right, folks, how's it going out there today? It is uh, Wednesday, March 31st. Um, I don't know what that was, but <laughs> I guess the computer wanted to be part of the welcome. What's up, buddy? What's up? I'm just getting an ad to uh, go do CrossFit. So. <laughs> so, 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 yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> well, let's stop the show. We got to go work out now. <laughs> we already did. Know what? Yeah, so how's it going today? It's good. It's good. Everything's good. Everything's Nothing, good? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Country's back on track. Everything's great. All, all praise Biden, right? Yeah. Supreme Fuck. Chancellor Biden. So, yeah, that's more like it. Hey, man, good news. What's that? They got the ship unstuck. Yeah, I heard. Yeah. The, the ship is is free. Toilet paper will flow freely. And I, did you hear that, though? People were saying, like, um, there's going to be a toilet paper shortage because the ship blocking the canal. I'm like, do we get foreign? Wait, wait, wait. I mean, how no, much no, of our no, no, toilet no, no, paper no, no. comes from no, foreign entities? No, 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 you misunderstood them. They, they said the shit was blocking the canal. So they I were get, afraid the toilet paper. <laughs> oh, I have that problem here where the shit, <laughs> shit blocks the canal. And I call my wife, hey, babe, come in. Look at that thing. Yeah, let's free it. I swear to God. She's like, she's how, like, that's not. How do you do that? How so you, do you pause it? It's bigger than my forearm. <laughs> and I'm like, it's a skill. Do you call yours evergreen? <laughs> it's not green. <laughs> Ever brown with peanuts, sometimes corn. I don't even remember eating corn. Yeah, man, that's the weird thing about it. Corn? <laughs> I didn't eat no corn. <laughs> so, um,. Yeah, so the the ship got freed. You know, tugboat Willie finally tugged and tugged. They had their little backhoe out there digging a digging a hole. So, you know, the ship's free. It's uh, uh, on the shore of a desert isle with Gilligan and the skipper too. No. Yeah. So and his wife. Or so you found some interesting uh, stuff on that being freed or while it was in the canal, while right. they were trying to get it free. What was So So they had two ships, uh, two warships right. from the U.S., and I think they said two. it was one or two warships from Iran, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Um, coming up the canal. <laughs> you know. Yes. But during the um, unblocking... <laughs> during the plunging <laughs> of the canal... <laughs> For some reason, Google Maps. Uh, so I'm I'm assuming these are three different sites that map or we're mapping the area. Okay. So we got Google Maps, we got marine traffic, and we got TomTom. Tom. Okay. Uh, blacked out the canal. So if you're looking on Google Maps, you're you're getting the satellite photo view of the area surrounding the canal. Well, the waterway itself is completely blacked out. Now, the land So, I had, like, the censorship it. bar over top of it, like the black, you know, if there's some titties on a video and they right. black it out or whatever. Yeah. So, it starts it, and you can clearly see, it's not like a, a malfunction or whatever. You can clearly see where they laid like, it down. Boop. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I believe on marine traffic, if I'm looking at the, at the proper picture here, it's almost kind of like, uh, like a battleship. 
type deal because it's like they've kind of somebody's laid in where the the ships the corresponding ships are in the blackout like the game battle should we talking about yeah okay so it, it's it, i mean it's very interesting but my question is is why black out the satellite view of them trying to unstick the yeah and not to mention ship. the fact that how often do these satellites take pictures of of that area that it needs to be blacked out? So let's assume it's every. <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> what? Unbelievable. Yeah, um, mark that to take out. I'm not. No, it's there. It's live, man. Come on, man. This is what we do. Um. Hey, at least I didn't put it down here and. Yeah, I don't know. No, maybe, but, maybe it's every Monday. Every Monday they refresh the view. Or yeah, every so Monday. Or, well, you got to think like Tom Tom, for example. That's a Google Maps is whatever, but Tom Tom is a is a navigation, right? So if you right. have that in your car or whatever, that's how you can get wherever you're going. So I'm assuming Tom Tom. I didn't even think Tom Tom was still around to be honest with you, but I'm assuming that some boats probably use it, right? Man, so don't you know Tom Tom is the leading independent location technology specialist? Yeah, good for Tom Tom. I'll give him a little. Come on, man! They got eighty-five thousand followers on Twitter. There you go. They got eighty-five thousand more than me since I'm still suspended from Twitter. So sugar water. <laughs> but anyway, um, okay. So we know they freed the ship. So supposedly the ship. I guess I, I don't know the whole layout of the Suez Canal, but a lead. You know, supposedly there's a a lake off to the side of the canal. Okay. So, uh, they've towed the ship into this lake to do inspection, I guess, to make sure it's not leaking or whatever you would think if it was leaking, it would have sunk, but whatever. So my question is this. So you, you take the boat, the ship, whatever, out of the canal, you put it in this lake to inspect it for whatever reason, or what are you inspecting? Are you expecting damage? Are you inspecting what's in the containers? Are you offloading in the containers? Did you hear, like in our last show, we kind of hit in on this about, you know, the boat came out of Taiwan. Most of all of the containers on the boat are from China. We obviously know China is, I don't want to say the word guilty because we don't know that to be the case, but they're suspected of human trafficking. They're guilty. Guilty. Um... So, why, uh, why, what are you inspecting? So, I heard a rumor this morning that the Navy ship, the Mercy, which is a hospital ship, which is, was gained popularity during the beginning of the COVID crap, where they had it, was, was Mercy in, was that New York or was it in LA? Do you remember? I know one was in New York and whatever the other I, one is. Yeah, I think that one was in New York. Okay, so so allegedly, I'll say that, it's heading to the Suez Canal to the site of where the ship is. So if hmm. a container ship that we we hear at DTOM1775, on us on Twitter, um, is suspecting that there may be uh, some people... Un, unwilling participants sh locked in some of those shipping containers. This is just our speculation. I don't know, man. A couple of guys just got some blisters from, you know, yeah, yanking so on the you're gonna, yeah. <laughs> So you're taking a Navy <laughs> medical ship, yeah. a hospital ship, yeah. all the way to the other side of the, one, the, the globe. One dude had a hangnail. Yeah. One, one dude got a, a, got a 
got a blister. Blister, yeah. <laughs> One dude had a bunion. So, you know, so it's you know the the rumor is is that the ship's heading over there because maybe they did find people hmm? on these hmm. in these containers, and you know when when they were freeing the ship, they hear. What's that? No, we don't hear nothing. Nothing. (laughs) Did they find something? Was it blacked out via Google TomTom and whatever the other one was you said? Because maybe, hmm, maybe. I don't know. We don't know. We're we're speculating. The the beauty the beauty of doing what we're doing is we can basically say whatever we want, whatever we want to say. Now, that's the beauty. If we're right, that's the beauty. If we're wrong, then yeah, we're, we're just, not going to talk about it. We're going to be like Biden and for, for, <laughs> pretend we never said it. <laughs> so I, I, what if it's this? I'm, I'm going to float this. You, you, Wait, you, float? Yeah, I'm going to float. <laughs> yeah. Pun intended. <laughs> Since you like to throw out your crazy, you threw out your crazy NASA conspiracy, Mm -hmm. I'm going to throw this out. What if this is just a surge of migrants wanting to get up into, I think it was headed to the Netherlands? Was that? I'm not sure. I think that's where the ship was headed. Okay. Um, I think it was migrants trying to get into the Netherlands. And instead of crossing the wall like they're having to do down at the south of the border, here they're on a ship. Hmm. Hmm. What do you think? I. Hmm. Uh, Come on. Okay, that could be. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do it like this. Okay, on what you're saying. Okay, so you've seen the movie Usual Suspects. Yes. Okay, Kaiser Soze and all this stuff, right? Yeah. So if you recall in that movie. Kevin Spacey fucked a little boy. No. Um, <laughs> no that, that was before, during, and after the movie. Okay, so in the movie, when, when he's telling the story, right, there's a scene where they're on whatever this boat was, right? Mm-hmm. And there's some guy. I don't know who he was. He's a passenger. So I evidently, these shipping containers, a lot of these freighter ships, whether they're shipping container ships or whatever they are, they also house passengers. So in, a, in addition to your captain and crew and the workers that, you know, if it's a shipping container ship, let's say, those things are massive, right? Mm-hmm. So you have this huge-ass ship that's got 20,000, you know, storage containers on it below deck because all that shit's up here above deck. Below deck, you have cabins. So it's almost like a generic cruise ship so to speak you know without the pool and the gambling and the shows <laughs> without the fun well my point is is they do take um travelers i mean you're not going for you know the the cruise so to speak but you may be going to go from point a to point b wherever those points are right so it is possible maybe not in the shipping containers but it is possible that you yeah, had some people catching a ride. Yeah, and they, stowaways. And not even stowaways. They could have been, you know, we bought a ticket to get from Taiwan to the Netherlands or wherever the boat was going. That to uh, yeah, I, I get. And then maybe they someone, but wonder, even if someone got sick, even if that was the case, whether they were stowaways or whatever, you need our Navy ship, our Navy hospital ship to float from wherever it was docked. And I'm assuming in Virginia to Egypt 
to take care of a few people that got sick. There's no hospitals over there that can do that. I'm thinking it's bigger than that. This ship was, I, I don't recall the capacity of the Mercy ship because if you recall, Trump sent it to New York back in, what was it, April, May, someone right. last year to oh, it was a massive ship. To help with the COVID and mm-hmm. instead Cuomo's like, we don't need your ship. I'm going to put all these people in the nursing home. I mean, good idea. But anyway, that's a, that's a story for another day. Or, Nobody's uh, really hearing about yeah. that anymore right now. Cuomo did what? <laughs> I mean, he's up to nine now, by the way, on the... Uh, Is the media even reporting on it anymore? Because I haven't really seen much on it. it, Instead of the COVID ticker, now they have the the Cuomo ticker down there at the bottom. He's up to nine. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah, so that's my question. Assuming, you know, this is all rumor that this ship is heading, because I guess it was reported that it had left dock. Right. So it could be going anywhere, but I guess we'll have to wait and see. But assuming that's the case, why? If there is some stowaways, if there is some sick people on this boat, surely there's a hospital in the vicinity of the Suez Canal, a lot closer than this boat going from Virginia to Egypt to take care of a few sick people. And why? And if it is stowaways from wherever, why is it our... Navy hospital ships business to go over there and see what's going on and right. take care of these people. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I, I guarantee you we probably won't hear. You'll never hear anything about it. about it. It'll all be conspiracy theory. You'll see some videos on uh, YouTube. You might get an anonymous thing here or there and, you know, it'll be what it is. But you'll never hear anyone of substance coming out saying, oh, yeah, the U.S. Navy ship Mercy went there and there was hundred, you know, 200 people being, you know, sex slaves getting shipped to wherever to do whatever. You'll never hear about it. That's just our speculation and take it for what it's worth. And, and that's that. So, all right, guys, we'll have a good day. And, oh, wait, that's it. That's it. No. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> no, JK. So, what, what do we got on board next? We want to talk about, uh, well, why don't we just transition from um, one uh, human trafficking to the next human trafficking at the border? At the border? Yeah, so did you see the the video of um, Ted Cruz down there? He's trying to... Right here? Yeah, right talk, here. Talking about it right now. Speak of the devil. <laughs> She's on the... So you got an aide blocking the attempts of Ted Cruz trying to take video of the right. of the conditions sir, inside. Sir, treat them with dignity. They're human. Treat them with. Uh, if I was Cruz, I would have been like, "You want to treat these people with dignity? Why don't you let them out of the freaking yeah. baked potato pouches there and send them back home?" <laughs> she tried her damnedest. I, I, for a second, she? I thought that was AOC. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, the funny thing is, is uh, so we were listening this morning in, in show prep, we were listening to some different Biden speeches or whatever, and he, the one, um, I, I don't know who it was, but it was at the presidential debate, or one of the debates, one of the Democratic debates, because I saw Bernie Sanders, and I, I forgot who was on the other side of him. Right. But he was asking Biden, did he feel like that Obama and himself made a mistake in their immigration the deportation and stuff the deportations yeah. right 
And he said, you know, since you will fail to answer the question, I'm going to ask it again, <laughs> I guess on live TV, you know. And um, so Biden went on, you know, his one of his usual spiels, kind of avoiding know, the question, con- convoluted. And, but he's talking about how they didn't lock people up in cages. Biden and Obama. Bi- Biden and Obama didn't lock right. people in cages and they didn't separate families. And so I'm watching the video here. Right. And they're not in cages. Um, it looks more like plexiglass. Right. But they got benches, man. Come on, man. I will say I would rather be locked in a cage than piled on top of people in, with my little blanket. Yeah, no beds. They that's oh, there you those go, man. Are, there's the nursery. There's the nursery. Yeah, with uh, <laughs> boy, they got teddy bears on the walls there. So you <laughs> you take down one wall to build another wall yeah. to put them in a room. Oh, Help oh, us. Oh, oh. Help. So no bars, but plexiglass, yeah. and they're pressing against the plexiglass like it's. This is ridiculous, dude. Like as much how shit, is this any different? Yeah, as much shit as they gave Trump from, and the pictures that they posted of Trump stuff was actually pictures from Biden from uh, Obama yeah, from stuff. From the Obama stuff, yeah. And then, there's no difference. They all do it. And they, the, and the is, thing is, is the only reason this is like this is because this is actually a tent. They've run out of room in the the built facilities. They've run out of room where the the pictures of the cages were. These are tents that have been built. Right. So, you know, it's basically, where's this? I think Donna, Texas, I think is what they, is where this is at. Now, can you just imagine that how bad is the place that you came from? That that's good for you. Right. You'd rather be there with... 30, I mean, I, I didn't count, but it looked to be upwards of 30 other people, you know, 30 or so people per cube. Right. Uh, I'd rather be there wrapped in a tinfoil blanket with a, not even a nice, you know, you can even go to Walmart and get some nice futons, you know, something. These are park, they look like wrought iron park benches to sit on. And so they're, well, they're all laying on the floor. Them, you know, with the shutdowns and everything, they've closed the parks in some of these cities. <laughs> so, so yeah, they're not using you them. <laughs> You're probably not wrong. Well, you they, know, it's it's they went on Facebook Marketplace. Hey look, <laughs> Disney World's got benches for sale. They're not using and we'll go ahead and take those. Um But you can kind of see, you know, just from those little clips of the videos that that he got, you can kind of see why they're blacking the media out. They don't want them down there. Right. Because the conditions are horrendous. Right. Well, I mean, no one wants to go down there. Not even Biden. <laughs> well, either one of them. Bi- yeah. oh, but well, Harris, well, Harris, who's been put in charge, she is now the border czar. <laughs> not even going down. She, she's going down, just not to the border. Well. Boonks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to get the damn rim shot. <laughs> uh, uh, well, you know, yeah. What was it, a week or so ago that someone asked Biden about going down? And he's like, I'm gonna put her in charge of it. Yeah, <laughs> hey, yeah. And then he's he, okay. And, who do we turn it over to now? Yeah. Okay, well, everybody need to leave. Everybody need to get out. He's yeah. about to say some stupid shit, and we don't want to get this <laughs> yeah, on air. So, so. hey, Ron, who are we, <laughs> who are we talking to now? Up, 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 up. Everyone out. Everyone out. Well, you know more about some human human trafficking or sex trafficking, whatever you want to call it. Um, before we jump. Back to the border. We're gonna we're gonna circle back around to the border in a second. Well, real quick, and, and then we don't have to. Oh, there you go, man. All right, how's it going out right. there? Don't forget to tip your waitresses. Tonight's steak night here at the 
The um, blue blue waffle and bakaki house. Oh. <laughs> so real quick, and then we can we can get off the border uh, <laughs> yes. topic. Sorry, I just got a text. I, it wasn't me. It's not important. <laughs> Uh, so this is from the post millennial. They have border patrol rescues a six month old baby after it was tossed into the Rio Grande by human traffickers. Yeah. Well, what what were you saying about um, sex traffickers down there? Oh yeah. So, yeah since so we're on trafficking, sex, and humans, and you yeah, know, we were talking about Harris, you know, sex, yeah, going down, going down. Uh, so. Uh, James O'Keefe and Project Veritas at it again. Right. I, how this dude is still alive alive is beyond yeah. me because he, some of the stuff he's come out with. But um, let's see. I had it. I had it. And I lost it. Oh, Once again, it quit talking about your sex life on the show, buddy. <laughs> it's it's there. It's there. Oh, it's gone. <laughs> oh. Skate, skate. So James O'Keefe on Twitter uh, has exclusive video. We were going to play the video, but they've masked the voice of the Yeah, the it was insider. Like, I was like, is that Satan? <laughs> <laughs> it was a little Nazi. Yeah, it was and, like, uh, I got new shoes. <laughs> um, but they have a, a Border Patrol insider who's speaking out about leaked Department of Homeland Security documents showing Five, a five-year record high in encounters with illegal alien sex offenders at the border. So, so far this year in three months, because we're, we're essentially in April now, there have been 214 encounters this year, thus far. In 2020, the entire year, there were only 154 in the entire year. So they're seeing a huge surge in illegal sex offenders at the border. Right. And is anybody talking about it? No. Nah. I mean, they're not talking about the the border crisis. It wasn't even a crisis until, what, two weeks ago? Oh, not even. Because I think when they started, I don't recall who, I, I, I want to say it was Peter Ducey maybe said it to Saki about it being a, a, a crisis. And this was probably two or three weeks ago. And she was like, oh, it's not a crisis. It's more of a challenge or whatever. But then like a, within a week, they were sending FEMA down there. So FEMA, when does FEMA show up? When it's an emergency. So crisis is basically an emergency. You know, if, if your house burnt down, you would call 911 because it's an emergency. Your house is burning down. But subsequently, that fire burning your house down is a crisis now, right? So it, it, when FEMA gets involved, it's crisis. I'm sorry. But uh, the interesting thing about all of this, you know, you got the the people trying to get into the country. You got the sex trafficking, the drug trafficking, the gun trafficking, the whatever trafficking. In the meantime, what el- who else are we sending down to the border? Teachers. Eh. Well, I, I, I've seen I've seen conflicting reports. So some are saying that the people are coming up. To San Diego, and then I've seen some people saying that that San Diego teachers are being sent down there. So right. it could be a combination of both, or one or the other. Irregardless, yeah. Either way, you got so, teachers. Whether whether they're going down, they're coming up, whatever the case may be. In the meantime, in San Diego, American children can't go to fucking school. Right, but we're going to send them down there to teach 
the migrant youth that are coming in now. And what, what are we what teaching I, them? What I, <laughs> what I find extremely funny about that is, is if anybody remembers the teacher union deal where they were so scared to go back to teaching, right? Because they were afraid of the kids and the COVID and the blah blah blah. blah. Meanwhile, you have people that are coming in that aren't even being tested for COVID, but you're going to go down there and teach them in-person learning. Yeah, perfect perfect strangers right? that, that haven't even been tested. They haven't been tested, may or may not be COVID-ridden, whatever the case may be. You're definitely afraid of kids that you know because they may have the COVID, but yet it's, it's mm-hmm. such a hypocrisy of, of the situation. that. And, and my question is this, like I said, what are you going to teach them? So you're bringing up migrant children. That, Probably English. <laughs> okay. So. Well, I mean, you're you're asking. That's I, the first well, that's thing. That's what I'm saying. It's like you're going to go down there. But we, as we well are aware that they don't really care if they, I mean, how many people have you dealt with that barely speak English? Hmm. And then when you Definitely. try to tell them you don't understand them, they get mad at you. Like, it's your fault that you don't yeah, speak their language. Frustrated. Yeah, I'm sorry, bitch. You're in America. Fucking learn the, learn the damn um, language. What? I don't know. I just had a Biden moment. I had it. It came and, and it <laughs> yeah. went. Oh, come on. You know, you the, know when the you, thing, when, man. When you want to hold near and dear to your, you, you know, the, uh, well, anyway. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I poop myself. <laughs> well, on, on, on to something real quick I want to talk about. Um, this is breaking news. Mm-hmm. Surely some people have already heard about it because it just broke yesterday afternoon, evening. But Matt Gates from Florida. He's a congressman in the panhandle. Surely people know who he is. If you're listening to the show, more than likely, more than likely you know who Matt Gates is. Um, so he is uh, being, supposedly he's under investigation by the DOG for sex trafficking. And the having, DOJ. I said G? <laughs> DOG, the dog. <laughs> the dog's got him. Dog pounds coming after him. DOJ, I'm sorry. <laughs> G, J, G, whatever. I'm sorry. My bad. My bad. So the DOJ is investigating for sex trafficking. So supposedly he had sex with a 17-year-old. Uh, it's it's very new situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so last night he was on Tucker Carlson. And he, Matt Gates, that is, had this to say. It is a horrible allegation and it is a lie. The New York Times is running a story that I have traveled with a 17-year-old woman, and that is verifiably false. People can look at my travel records and see that that is not the case. What is happening is an extortion of me and my family involving a former Department of Justice official. On March 16th, my father got a text message demanding a meeting wherein a person demanded $25 million in exchange for making horrible sex trafficking allegations against me go away. Our family was so troubled by that, we went to the local FBI. And the FBI and the Department of Justice were so concerned about this attempted extortion of a member of Congress that they asked my dad to wear a wire, which he did with the former Department of Justice official. Tonight, I am demanding that the Department of Justice and the FBI release the audio recordings that were made under their supervision and at their direction, which will prove my innocence and that will show that these allegations aren't true. They're merely intended to try to bleed my family out of money 
and this former Department of Justice official tomorrow was supposed to be contacted by my father so that specific instructions could be given regarding the wiring of $4.5 million as a down payment on this bribe. I don't think it's a coincidence that tonight somehow the New York Times is leaking this information, smearing me and ruining the investigation that would likely result in uh, one of the former colleagues of the current DOJ being brought to justice uh, for trying to extort me and my family. So, very interesting. I'll say this about, about that. Obviously, I, I'm not going to sit here and say he did or didn't do it because this is a very fluid situation. It's very brand new. But, if you, I think, I mean, me personally, if I was guilty of doing something like this or anything at all, but especially something like this, and I knew I did it, I wouldn't say shit, right? What he's saying is, this is, what ha this is what's been going on. So, it's being reported that he's under investigation from the DOJ for this situation when the person that is, was investigating him is actually the person that's blackmailing him. So, uh, generally, when you're blackmailed for something, there's proof, right? Like if, if I was going to blackmail you for having sex with a 17-year-old whatever, I would have to have some sort of proof to scare you into being able to be blackmailed, right? Right. Whether it be pictures or whatever the case may be. So I would assume that this person blackmailing him and his family has no proof because if there were some kind of proof and if you knew what you did was wrong, like you knew you did this, you're sure shit not going to go to the local FBI and say, hey, this guy's um, blackmailing me. You know, this this person that used to work for the DOJ, uh, you know, hey, well, will your dad wear a wire? And yeah, dad's going to wear a wire and he was set to meet him. So the day he was, the the day before he was set to meet him, this story comes out. Right. I mean, seems pretty convenient. Didn't you say you had, did you get the guy's name? Yeah, I did. Uh, this is the alleged, well, I say alleged, this is the person that Matt Gates named on Tucker last night. And his name is David McGee. <laughs> McGillicuddy? Oh, McGee. And he is the top prosecutor in the Northern District of Florida. Oh, there you go. So, uh, and that's the same area that he, that Matt Gates is the Congress, that's his what he represents is that is the panhandle of Florida. So this, they probably know each other somehow or another. Right. Cause Gates used to be, I looked up a little information on him cause I, I know him as of who he is today. So he's, you know, a young guy. So I was trying to figure out who he is, where he came from, how is someone blackmailing them for $25 million? You know what I'm saying? And it's not that he, Matt Gates has $25 million to be blackmailed, but evidently his dad uh, used to be a state uh, representative for the state, you know, in Tallahassee, and, but also was a, or is a uh, pharmaceutical CEO type, whatever. So the family has money. Right. Not to say that Matt Gates has money. So uh, I'm sure there's going to be a lot more to come out about this. 
But I'm sure. But. I think the fact that he came out when the story was breaking, saying, "Here's the deal. This is what's going on." I mean, is not is not to say that a guilty person isn't going to come out and say, "I didn't do it." How many people were guilty of doing whatever that said, "I didn't do it. Wasn't me." And then you're guilty. Okay. Right. But he's he's not only coming out saying that this is outlandish. He's giving you specific details of something that wasn't even in and that they the have, accusation. Yeah, but also the the fact that they have audio evidence from a wire that from a wiretap that was or not a wiretap but a wire that was worn during one of the meetings. Right. So he's saying, "Look, you've no, got really, the audio. You got the audio. Release the fucking tapes." Now, but if, is it but is it is it any wonder that you're calling on the the Department of Justice and the FBI who have mishandled every fucking case that they've gotten their hands on from the Hunter laptop to the Hillary emails to the I mean they have bungled and and yeah three I mean, stooged their way through every piece of evidence they had is it any wonder that do, I mean well do, and I'm do, sure do there's you have any faith that I'm sure there's no this? Uh, yeah and I'm sure there's no connection to the fact this guy is a very much a Trump loyalist True, you know. True, and and you have the New York Times, who hates Trump, right? And Washington, you know, whoever, you know, it's. I I I'd be I'd be willing to say this: anyone who has any kind of allegiance to Trump is in the crosshairs of someone trying to do something to him. Ted Cruz will be next for what he did. I'm honestly surprised, you know, with that video they released with the girl saying. You know, oh, whatever, you know, treat him with dignity, da, da, da. I guarantee you he gets some kind of backlash for that. If not now, it'll come up soon. Something's going to come out about that, guarantee you. Um, you have, I saw a thing this morning, the the girl with the with the hair, man. Come on, man. Was it Marjorie Taylor Greene? Yes. Is that right? Um, she was talking about uh, stuff, so it was crazy, yeah. So anyway, what else you got? No. <laughs> no, but what she was talking about was vaccine passports. Mm. And um, before I go into that, this is another person, very much a Trump loyalist, who is being blackballed by her, you know, her own colleagues up there in Washington. You know, it's just... It, the next four years, three years, however much you want to say actually the next two years are going to be kind of interesting when we see senators and congress people running and stuff but after that see who runs for president on the republican side in uh for 24 is going to be very interesting also but uh back to the vaccine passport she's there's a lot of people surely you've been hearing this over the last you know couple of days about vaccine passports. We talked about it on the show Sunday, how New York was implementing vaccine passports. You know, and that was kind of the first state to do that. And everyone's like, what is a vaccine passport? Well, basically, I mean, it's pretty much self-evident. You get the vaccine, you get a card. Well, there's apps out now on, you know, pretty much whatever phone you have, whether you have an Android or uh, an iPhone, where you... I looked at one of them today. So you you get your vaccine. If you get your vaccine, whatever brand you get, 
hopefully it's not Moderna where you get blood clots or not J and J where your skin burns off you, but you know, whichever one you get, <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, you get a, you get a card saying, you know, on whatever date so-and-so took the vaccine, it was the, whatever brand you took, uh, one shot, two shot, whatever it was. So you go on these apps and you scan your driver's license, you scan the card, it goes on the thing and then it produces a, uh, basically a passport with your picture and your, your ID number and, uh, like a Q what's that QR code or whatever, you know, that they can scan. So you'd go to up in New York, you go to Madison square gardens, you go wherever you go, you have this, this vaccine, uh, passport so you can get into venues and get in, you know, do whatever you want to do. So the questions being arose everywhere. Uh, I saw an article where, even if, and we've talked about this, I, I can't recall what show it was we talked about this, but it was early in the the beginnings of the Don't Tread on, on America, on America, sorry, I'm sorry, Don't Tread on America podcast. And we talked about when, the, this was when the vaccines were first starting to kind of roll out, and we discussed what are you going to do when they mandate this? What are you going to do when, you know, we said, well, it might not be the government mandating. mandating it. It's going to be pri- you know, private entities. Um, that remains to be seen. But down here in Florida, we have a, a governor by the name of Ronnie D. In the free state of Florida, the originator of the sugar water. And uh, he had this to say about that. You have some of these states saying to go to a sporting event, you have to show either a negative test or a vaccine uh, proof. I think you just got to make decisions. If you want to go to an event, go to an event. If you don't, don't. But to be requiring people to provide all this proof, that's not how you get society back to normal. So, God, why in the hell can't we just live our lives like such? Well, and, and here's the interesting question. So you're providing um, a certificate or, or you said it's off of an app. So you're, you're providing something saying, I've gotten the vaccine. Right. They're not saying the vaccine keeps you from getting COVID. Right. They're saying the vaccine keeps you from the symptoms of COVID. So even with the vaccine, you could still spread. Right. So... What's the fucking point? If everybody in there is vaccinated, they can still spread it to one another, but nobody's going to get sick from it or nobody's going to have the symptoms from it. Right. So I'm just trying to figure out exactly what the purpose is behind it. Because if, let's say you take the vaccine. Okay. I don't. Oh. <laughs> your skin's melting off your oh, leg. That's fine. That's, it's normal. It's, it's part of the thing. But I don't All have right. COVID, so you're good. You're good. All right. Um, but so we're going into a store, right? Okay. You got the vaccine. I didn't get the vaccine. Right. So let's just say that somehow or another, I'm a carrier. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. I'm, I'm playing out worst case scenario. Okay. I'm the carrier. I <laughs> cough. Right. 
you've got the vaccine, so you're all, you know, supermaned up. Like, you don't care anymore because you're all good now. Right, except for the skin that's burned off my legs. Yeah, well, except for that part. <laughs> Other than that, you're COVID-free. Though. I got But you. you're COVID-free. <laughs> you're twitching, you're shaking, you're going into seizures, your skin's melting off, but <laughs> he doesn't have COVID. <laughs> so you could still catch the COVID. Right? Wait, what? Yeah. I just you, got the vaccine. It doesn't matter. You'll catch the so COVID. So it's not a vaccine then? It's not, it, yeah. Because I, as I recall, I mean, I'm, I'm not... Uh, Dr. Fauci and I'm not, you know, medically, I don't play, I play a doctor on the radio. You did stay at a Holiday Inn Express. I did, actually. No. Uh, When I was a kid, back when I was a youngster, no, you get a vaccine. So you recall, you when you were in school, you'd get, you had to have your, what was it, your measles, your polio, your uh, chicken pot, you know, whatever it was. I don't even know. Was chicken pox? They didn't have a vaccine for that no, back you, then. You wanted the chicken pox. Yeah, so you, you wanted the chicken pox. Why? Because you became immune to it. You, you got get, the antibodies you heard, to be immune. Heard, kind of, kind of similar to what's going on now, right? Well, it was kind of similar to what should have been going on right now, but right. instead of hand sanitizing and masking and fumigating everyone. Right. You know what I mean? Well, so on that note, you got the measles vaccine. You got the polio vaccine. Why? So you didn't get measles and you didn't get polio, right? Because that's an actual vaccine. Right. This is just like the flu shot. You get the flu shot. Guess what? You can still get the flu. The symptoms might not just be as bad. Maybe this is all this is. Maybe this is just a fucking flu shot. And it's being... <laughs> I don't remember the flu shot causing some of these adverse reactions. <laughs> and, and listen, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna openly admit to listening to another podcast. Oh, you I'm, son I'm of a bitch! Confessing my sin. He doesn't right even listen to ours. You're right. I don't. <laughs> I don't need to listen to something that I do live. I listen to it live. I don't have to listen to it again. Yeah, come on, man. We need to download. <laughs> but uh, so I was listening to another podcast. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll go ahead and tell you. I was listening to Tim Pool. <laughs> I listen to the podcast too, so. <laughs> but uh, you know, he was talking about the vaccine and and the um the vaccine passport. Okay. And oh, Biden, Bidenism, Biden just struck again. <laughs> Come on, man, the thing. And Tim Pool said, <laughs> "Well, we're waiting. <laughs> if you love a thing, then you should never." Oh no! <laughs> you know, maybe I should cut Biden some some slack because yeah. I swear this is twice, <laughs> and he's like twice your age. <laughs> oh no! Anyway, so I was listening to Tim Pool, and he was talking about. <laughs> Come on, motherfucker. <laughs> Tell me you didn't just fucking forget again. <laughs> Did you? What the fucking say? Are you fucking serious? No. You I need mean, to get some ginkgo biloban. <laughs> <laughs> he was talking about the fact that that he felt like some members of the media are irresponsible for reporting the side effects. Okay. Like because it's scaring 
he he made it out to to be like the media is trying to scare people to not take the vaccine. I don't think that's exactly what's going on. I think if anything, it's actually the reverse. Yeah, I think you got the media pumping the vaccine, saying everybody needs to go out and get it, and you got a lot of people that don't want to get it for whatever reason, whether it be your religious beliefs, whether it be. Uh, due to certain allergies that you have, you know, kind of like your situation, or whether it be you just don't fucking trust a, a vaccine that hasn't been FDA approved. Well, I don't think the media is scaring I, people. I've, and but I'm going to tell you what: you can say that these are horror stories or whatever, and and sure, there's side effects to everything. You know, especially when you're watching the TV and they come out with some new drug that's supposed to help with depression or whatever. And you listen to the side effects of the shit. And I'm like, I'd rather just be depressed than have fucking <laughs> explosive diarrhea and <laughs> bleeding from the, the anus. The side and, effects and, include explosive diarrhea, <laughs> anal bleeding, <laughs> bouts of suicide. <laughs> Wait, like, what? <laughs> yeah. I think, I think I would I'd rather, rather have a pimple on my ass than that. What the hell? <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think he's very wrong on that aspect that, that, I don't think the media is is portraying it that I, way. I think it's the other way. So when I see these stories, and I've seen not only the stories, but I've seen the videos of people talking about, I just, you know, the woman that we talked about uh, several weeks ago, that she took the vaccine. I, I believe she was a nurse, too, if I'm not mistaken. But she took the vaccine, and it was the second dose, and now she's kind of got like a... Um, like tremors or yeah, well, like almost like a form of Parkinson's where she just shakes uncontrollably, right? Like all the time now, and she's been to several different different hospitals, and they can't do anything. They don't know what's wrong with her. They can't fix it, and they send her home. They keep sending her home. They won't keep her in the hospital because there's nothing they can do for her. Right. Well, um, I, I don't watch a lot of different media. I, I said this before, and I'll tell you again i obviously and you know this i I watch tucker every day and friends and friends yeah the show friends come on man joey don't have it how you doing anyway even tucker on the show last night was saying that he was pro-vaccine now that's not to say he's getting it or got it or whatever but i think i think a lot of these people you know, or whether they are actually going to get the vaccine themselves or not, are probably told to kind of pip it a little bit. Yeah, or at least not deny it. Right. You know, you they might not be saying everyone go out and get your vaccine. You need to assuage people's fears right. about the vaccine, but they're not they downplaying it. Yeah, because I mean, Tucker is a popular show; a shit ton of people watch him. So if he was out there touting, "Don't get the vaccine," blah blah blah, you know, they'd be like, mm, "Shit," you know. Right. So I'm not saying he's saying to go get it, but he's not not saying if that makes any sense. Right. And like, <laughs> well, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, and and I'll say this about the vaccine: I think. Whereas like with the measles and the polio and stuff like that, where those were FDA approved vaccines and you could, you could make people get those. Like when you were in school, you couldn't go to school without those vaccines. Right. And you have, there's plenty of people in this country that are what people call anti-vaxxers that will not get their kids vaccinated. And, and, and then they can't go to school. It is what it is. Right. The government has the right to do that. Be- but these are with government-approved, FDA-approved vaccines. That they know work. Right. This is not 
And to the point where you have, and we've talked about this before, where uh, the the who is it the 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 CEO or whatever of Moderna or whoever he won't even take the shit. Well, interestingly enough, you know who else won't uh, didn't vaccinate his kids? Uh, Bill Gates. Yeah, yeah, Mister Mister Vaccination himself. Yeah, wouldn't vaccinate his own kids. So what is that? Well, it's, I think it's a situation where you, everyone that's taking this vaccine, whatever brand you took, if if anybody listening to this show has already taken the vaccine, okay, that's on you. You know what I'm saying? And we and hope maybe that you're nice and healthy, right? And, and maybe nothing no happened. Effects. Maybe you had no side effects. Good, but no, I think the problem with the vaccine is this is they're telling you just because you get the vaccine, you still got to mask up. You still got to socially distance. You still got to do this. You still got to do that. Well, it's because they know they're telling you got to do all this shit because they know the fucking shit isn't, isn't a hundred percent effective. You know, I, I was telling you this morning that I saw that funny little meme that somebody said, um, so what, what exactly happens if I take the vaccine? So does it go from 99.7, uh, you know, survivability to 99.8? Does, right. it, does it go up or does I, it actually go down? Or well, and, here, and here's my <laughs> thing about that. I think if the vaccine is somewhat effective, let's just say that. Let's say it's somewhat effective, whatever. People like us who are relatively healthy and people that are in our age group, if you're... <laughs> you're, you're all right, buddy? Your skin's peeling off. Did you not get the veil? <laughs> I would say anybody from the age of zero to 50, 60, if you're in good health. So, I mean, I'm going to say this and it's going to sound contradicting, but technically I'm not in good health, right? I've got cancer. I've told you all this before. It's not breaking news. But if you look at me and when I tell people, Oh yeah, I got stage four cancer. Blah blah blah. They're like, "What the fuck? You ain't got no cancer." You know, it's like, "Yeah, I'm on my port and I go for treatment." Blah blah blah. Whatever. I don't look like when you think of someone that has cancer. I am not the poster child of a cancer patient, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't consider myself to be quote unquote sick. I feel that I am in good health, even though I guess technically. I'm not. I qualify. I mean, I qualify now because of the age, because they dropped it. Then they drop it to forty in Florida. Um, but I've I've qualified for the to take the vaccine, you know, months ago because of my illness. Um, but nonetheless, where I'm going with this is, if you're say sixty and and younger, and you have no, if there's nothing wrong with you, okay, even if you're a little bit overweight. And we've talked about this where, you know, based on the BMI scale, we're two fat asses sitting in here. I don't even know how we're in the room at the same time. (laughs) But you know what I'm saying? But we don't consider ourselves overweight. I mean, like you look at you, you look at me and you're saying, okay, yeah, you know, I could lose 20, 30 pounds. You could lose 10, 20 pounds, whatever. But when I think of an obese person, that's the people that when you're at Walmart, they're so fat, they got to drive around in the mark carts because it's too much for them to walk the store. And they're hanging out of their shorts. Right. That's what I think of when I think of obese. So if, if you're, 
from zero to 60 and you're one of those people or you have like a heart defect or a lung problem or whatever, then yeah, okay, maybe getting the vaccine because your survivability rate isn't 99.7 or whatever that number is. It might be 80% right. or whatever. So yeah, getting the vaccine might bump you up to 90, 90, whatever the case may be. And if you're an older person, if you're over 60 and you probably might have something else wrong with you, right. um, plus you're uh, you know, of an elder age, then yeah, maybe you should get it because your percentage of survival is down. So, but to suggest having a vaccine passport because, uh, you know, take your family, for example, you know, you're 40, how do you, 44, five, 44, 40, 45, 40. <laughs> so 44, your wife's 41 mm -hmm. daughters, 16, mm -hmm. technically everyone of y'all should be getting vaccinated. Because you all fit the age criteria. But there's nothing wrong with the three of you physic you know, physically. Mentally, yes. Physically, no. <laughs> Wait, what? Huh? So anyway. Uh, same thing here. Me and my wife both qualify for the vaccine. But I feel like that if I were to get sick and we've talked I don't know if we if we've gone over this over the show, but Last year, last, what was it, January? January of 2020, we all got sick. Everyone, me, my wife, you, your yeah, wife. You coughed on the bar. <laughs> you son of a bitch, you I, coughed I, on the bar. That I, was back in December of 2019, actually. Was it Dece end of yes. December, January? You got yeah. sick in January, so it was, yeah. yeah. We we were working out, and uh, it was me, him, and his wife was, was there, and we were doing curls or whatever, and I'd, <coughs> on the bar, and his wife's like, he coughed on the bar and he's like, eh, whatever. <laughs> and I think within a day or two, you were sick. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I super spread it. That was me. I started in Lakeland. Sorry. <laughs> no, but seriously. Right. We were, I was sick for uh, a couple of weeks. You know, I wasn't like deathly sick on my deathbed. <laughs> I can't go to work. <laughs> I still worked and still did whatever. As far as I knew, it was December. It was cold. It was hot. It's Florida. I, had a had I don't even think I I didn't even think like I had the flu like I've had the flu like when people get sick and it's like oh I got the flu nine times out of ten when you think you have the flu you don't have the flu because right. the flu is actually bad <laughs> you know what I'm saying right like I've had the flu in I shouldn't say in my life because I don't I don't know this but I've documented myself as being as having the flu once. And I was in the hot, I happened to be in the hospital. That's when I had the issue with my leg where I had the staph infection. They gave me, because my f viral antibodies, blah, blah. And this was, I don't know, three years ago. So they gave me a flu, flu uh, test, which is very similar to the COVID test. And yeah, I had the flu, <laughs> you know, and I was, and I never thought anything about it. So it was funny. I'm in the hospital. I have the flu. I'm in my room by myself. And this was at, at the cancer centers where I was in the hospital at. Cause they, they had given me, um, uh, what's the antibiotics? Like, you know, take two of these every however often. And it wasn't working. My leg was getting worse to the point where they were like worried, like to the point where I went to the doctor 
for my treatment. And he was like, Jesus, you're going to the hospital now. He literally put me in the hospital right then. And I, there, I felt like there was nothing wrong with me, you know what I'm saying, other than my leg. Right. So the, he put me in the hospital because they wanted to put me on uh, intravenous antibiotics. So that's when they tested me flu. Anyway, it was kind of funny because all the shit you're seeing now with the people in the hazmat suits and everything like that, that's how they acted while I was in there with the flu. But anyway, so I was sick for uh, you know a couple of weeks. Then you, you were sick also. Uh, we overlapped each other. And then your wife got sick. My wife was sick. I think my mom was sick, and she was even worse than all of us. Like She was sick sick. I mean, she didn't end up in the hospital, and she's still alive. But it hit her worse, but she's older. So I, I think the point being is once this kind of made its way, we probably, we were COVID before COVID was cool. I mean, there's no way to prove that. We don't know. You know, I mean, even if you had to have surgery, you had to have a COVID test. It's not like you popped um, a positive, right? Right. So now I don't know if they test you for antibodies or whatever that is, but... um because supposedly if you have if you have gotten covid at one point then you have the antibodies and you're good to go. I don't know all the how all that works but nonetheless um which is why I think you know in March, you know January, February, March is when it really kind of hit where everyone was the fear porn was being spread everywhere. Right. And um and and Fast forward to today where you're kind of on the downside of all this, you know, earlier in the month where Texas governor says, oh, no mass mandates were open in the state. And then subsequently you've had what Arizona, Indiana, uh, Alabama, Mississippi, so on and so forth. All these other states are kind of following in line, kind of following the roles of Florida because we we basically started the freedom role, but we started that back last summer. It's just taken six, seven months for all these other states to kind of catch up to us. But if you recall earlier in the month when the governor of Texas did that and Biden called him Neanderthal thinking and cases were going to spike and all this shit was going to happen. Yeah, what actually, what has actually happened? The cases have dropped. Okay. And I saw a report where in Florida, uh, hospitalizations of 60 and up are down 82%. Right. Overall, hospitalizations are down 65 percent. So, you know, what happened in Jan? And well, when was Super Bowl? February, right? In February, we had Super Bowl. It was supposed to be super spreader. It was supposed right. to spike and everyone was going to die. Everybody was reporting on yeah. that. So, mm, how that worked out for you? Well, and the same thing, I saw the report from Texas that they were expecting to see an uptick in cases because they stopped the mask mandate. Right. But the numbers have actually went down. Right. Sorry. And that's the thing. And I think that's with, with Ronnie D, our beloved governor of the great state of Florida. I think that's, he uses, obviously, he's said it before. He's not a scientist. He's not a doctor. He's not a virologist or whatever they're called. But surely he's got people like that in his circle, right? Um, he's using more of a common sense approach. You know, you've seen... Uh, vi I've seen viral videos and stuff like that where, you know, this girl goes into wherever she's going and, oh, ma'am, you have to wear a mask. And she's like, oh, I have a medical condition. And they're like, oh, well, what is it? Oh, well, you know, by law, you're not allowed to ask me, but if you must know, it's CS. And she walks off and, CS? What the fuck's CS? Well, common sense. I mean, <laughs> and I think he's using 
more of a, he's probably, I'm sure he's listening to some of his doctors that he's got on staff and surely not all of those doctors are agreeing with him. Right. You know, because whatever. But if you look at the facts that this state has been open pretty much 100% for us, I don't know the exact date of whenever that happened, but I'm going to say it's been at least six months. It's probably been a little longer, but we'll just say six months. Cases have gone down. Deaths have gone down. Yeah, people are still dying, but who are these people that are dying? What is their story? You know, are their circumstances? What's their story? You know, surely it wasn't a 22-year-old healthy male died of COVID. You know, you don't hear that story because guaranteed if that were the case, you would hear that story, you know, of the deaths that are happening state by state. If one of those deaths was a healthy young man or woman that had no medical issues, guaranteed you would hear their story and you're not hearing it. So that's what I like is he's like, no. Now, my question is this, much like I was saying before, if the states or the government isn't going to mandate the vaccine or mandate vaccine passports and they push it on to the private companies, whether it's air travel, uh, your workplace, the grocery store, Walmart, you know, whatever the case may be. Are those places not going to let you in without your, you know, vaccine passport? Are you not going to be able to work? So in a state like where I'm kind of going with this, in a state like Florida, if you have Walmart Publix, you know, where we work, places that we that we work, places that we do go to, you know, Disney World, if you want to fly somewhere, if you, you know, whatever the case may be, if you want, you know, you go to Universal, you go to the beach, you go wherever you go. Is the state going to allow those entities to stop you from coming into their place of business without the passport? Can the state do that? Will the state do that? Right. So, it obviously, once again, much like the Matt Gates situation, it's fluid. It's like someone gets a hair up their ass about a vaccine passport. Sounds like a great idea. Let's roll with it. And much like we've talked about before, that's very Nazi German-esque Show us your papers, yeah. you know. Well, somebody asked a good question the other day uh, that I saw on Twitter, and, and unfortunately I didn't save it, so I can't give the person credit, but uh, something to the effect of why the hell do I need a vaccine passport to be able to travel within the United States Right. we have illegals coming up that don't need anything right. to get into our country? And, and an interesting thing also on that is, so you want me to put an app on my phone that has my driver's license or ID card showing that I'm who I say I am and that I've gotten the vaccine. I was given the uh, Moderna vaccine shot one on this date and shot two on that date. And you can see by the skin falling off my leg. It's true. I didn't lie. Oh, <laughs> but uh, I've got to show all this proof that I've gotten the vaccine. But yet in Georgia, they just signed a law that you don't need that you're going to have to have an ID to be able to vote and everybody's losing their fucking mind over that. Yeah, so I don't, in Georgia, they want to, they want to make it not in Georgia, but there's plenty of States passing these laws. You shouldn't have to show your ID. What Biden talking about black people are too dumb to get ID or too dumb to use the internet or whatever the hell he was saying. 
Yeah, he he. What were the racist? He yeah, he's referencing the fact that these uh, underprivileged communities or whatever don't have the opportunity. And I, I forgive my ignorance. I don't understand how they don't have the opportunity. But I think it's more along the aspect of what he said that they're not smart enough to go get an ID because. And, and I heard somebody referencing this, and I again I can't remember who it was, but they were saying the fact that they didn't have a smartphone was limiting their ability to get an ID. Well, number one, you can't get, at least in Florida, I don't know how it is in other states, but in Florida, you can't get your fucking ID on the internet anyway. So what does that got to do with the price of tea in China? You still got to go to the fucking DMV to get your driver's license and or an ID card. But I'm going to go along with the lines of Biden because he's our president. Okay. So if, if it's good enough for him, it's good enough for me. If you are not smart enough to get a fucking ID... Maybe you shouldn't be making national decisions on voting, <laughs> but that's who they Just want. An idea. They, that's who they want. Just an idea. But but the point is is okay. So I'm gonna in in the idea that what I'm gonna say is gonna sound racist. I'm gonna <laughs> welcome David Duke to the program, folks. <laughs> Here comes the gravy. <laughs> no, um, to buy alcohol, what do you need? An ID. To buy cigarettes, what do you need? An ID. To buy a plane ticket, what do you need? An ID. To buy a vehicle, what do you need? A driver's license. To, uh, let's see, what else? To uh, to get into, to leave this country and or get back into this country, what do I need? A passport. And? An ID. Yeah. So... If I need an ID for all of that, why is that not racist? But yet, oh, I forgot one other thing. To buy a gun, what do I need? Hmm. To lie on your ATF form like Hunter Biden did. (laughs) But my point is, basically, all of those things that I just said, you need an ID, whether it's a driver's license or an ID card. So there's plenty of people that don't have a driver's license in this state because Maybe they got a DUI. Maybe they just never got their driver's license. Maybe they, I mean, hell, in places like New York and the city of New York, there's plenty of people that don't have a car. So they might not actually have a driver's license. But I bet your ass they have a state ID card because to cash a check, to open a bank account, to drive, to, <laughs> to you know, go wherever, to buy a car, buy a gun, buy, you know, whatever I'm saying, to buy alcohol, to buy cigarettes. I mean, hell, you go into a convenience store, you could look like you're plenty old enough to buy alcohol. I don't know how it is in other states, but I know in Florida, I think I think it's 40. You know, if, if you look like you're under 40, they're going to ID you. I was a little pissed off the other day I was at the grocery store. You know, Landshark was BOGO at Publix, right? So I was getting me a couple of six-packs. There's a lady in front of me in line, and she's got two or three kids with her, right? And she was buying something. I, I she might, it might have been wine. Now, to me, she looked plenty old enough to buy the wine. If I was the cashier, I wouldn't ID her. Not that she looked like she was fifty, right? And the kids that were that she had with her were little kids, two, three, four years old, you know. Um, and they wouldn't sell her. The alcohol, because she didn't have her driver's license. So I, you know, she she doesn't raise a fist. She's like, okay, I understand. I left. I just brought my debit card in. I didn't bring my my whole wallet, you know, which is weird to me, but whatever. Um, 
I was, uh, so, you know, she was like, okay, she paid for her groceries. She didn't get her wine, whatever it was that she was buying. And she left. So I'm having, I have my two six packs up on the thing there. And, uh, the girl rings them up. Doesn't even fucking blink it. <laughs> asking me for my ID. I was like, damn, I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess the point being is it's, it's all about convenience of how they want to scare everybody into getting this vaccine. This is all a scare tactic. If you, depending on what kind of news you watch or who you listen to, or instead of doing your own research, they're, they're literally just scaring everybody into getting this vaccine. The way I look at it is this, this disease has been out for a solid year, right? Without, and let's say it was out for a good eight, nine months before vaccines became somewhat readily available and almost a year till they're been readily available for everybody. But yet now we're scaring everybody into getting these vaccines. If you haven't, if you, if you've gone a year and haven't gotten a vaccine, right. And you haven't been sick, then why are you stressing the vaccine? You know, I, I just, I, I, I don't know. Hey, you, you brought up something in, in your little tirade, your little tangent there. I'm sorry. Uh, speaking about the, the new uh, law that they passed in Georgia or the new bill, whatever, that would require you to have an ID. And it's interesting because uh, Tom Cotton is bringing up uh, this H.R. 1. Right. And they're talking about this election contest. This is, uh, I'm sorry, this was Senator John Thune. I'm sorry, Tom Cotton just retweeted it. Uh, this election contest in the House is a perfect sneak preview of what Dems' big government takeover would do to our state-run election system. If the D's don't like an election result, they'll use their scrawny minorities to tell voters to pound sand. Uh, and so he's referencing a link to... Uh, the GOP leader, Kevin McCarthy, talking about, and, and this is something that we've had on the list to talk about, but we've never talked about, was this Iowa, um, this Iowa run for this rep that, that won the vote. Right. And they're looking to unseat her because they've discovered 22, I think it was 22 votes or whatever that they're saying they're claiming should have been counted, but they were deemed by the state of Iowa to be illegal, so therefore they weren't counted. Right. And they're saying, well, if they would have been counted, she would have won. And she only won by 22 votes? Uh, she, I, th I, I can't remember the exact, because it was so long ago that we were going to talk about it, we just never got around to talking about it. But it was something to the effect she won by six votes. And if they would have counted the votes that were involved, she would have won by 9 or 10 or 12 or I, I can't remember the figure. Right. But nonetheless, the state of Iowa deemed them as being illegal. There was something wrong with the, the envelopes or whatever that they came in. So therefore, by Iowa law, they cannot be used. They cannot be counted. So they weren't. So this, uh, this rep won her seat She's actually doing the work. She's been in, you know, it, like this came about or whatever. Right. She's been up there doing the work, and all of a sudden now they're trying to unseat her. And you got uh, Shehag trying to, coming up here, cackling. <laughs> yeah. So I, I want to play this real quick, uh, if I can. 
this is a video that we meant to get to some time ago. If it'll pop up. Yes. Maybe not. Maybe not. I I don't know what I did with it. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, wait a minute. Here it is. Hey, there we go. All right. Sorry about that. Well, and we want to be fair. Now, if I wanted to be unfair, I wouldn't have seated the, Dem the Republican from Iowa because that was my right on the opening day. I would have just said, you're not seated. And that would have been my right as speaker to do. Well, and we... So she's saying that her role as Speaker of the House, she has the right to seat and unseat whoever the fuck she feels like. Right. This woman is fucking power... Yeah, she's a Nazi. Crazy. But, yeah, but once again, when Trump was pissed off about votes and shit like that, it was like, you know, he just needs to accept the results and blah, blah, blah. Right. So the letter that Kevin McCarthy sent, again, he's the GOP leader, Right. Uh, all votes have been counted, recounted, and certified. Uh, this rep won their, her election in the Iowa uh, District 02. Now Democrats are skipping the courts and manipulating this contest in order to steal the seat for their losing candidate. And he drafted up a letter that he sent to Speaker Pelosi. So we'll see where this goes. This is unheard of. I, I This is bad times ahead if this is the case that they are allowed to do this. So I, I find, like you just referenced, I find it funny that Trump claimed the same thing, you know, that there were votes. Well, he, he kind of claims something a little bit different, but essentially the same thing. And, and he's mocked. He's, you know, you got the Dominion voting system out there suing people left and right for calling, calling it fraud because they're saying their machines were fraudulent. Right. But here you actually have Someone who's about to unseat a duly elected official who won an election fair and square. It wasn't even, you know, I mean, it was contested, but went through all the contests. She's been up there doing the work, and now we're just going to unseat her. Well, it's probably because they don't like what she's doing, so. Well, because she's, she's a Republican. Right. And they want a Democrat in that spot. So that's what I'm saying. If they're allowed to just pull this old switcheroo here... I mean, what the fuck is our system even for? What, yeah, what's the point been, of what's the point of having voting? You can right. just uh, appoint whoever in the hell you want to do, and has that not been my point all along? Yeah. Huh? Mm. Huh? Mm. Well, speaking of which, mm. and obviously politicians lie, right? And break. What, break is, news? It, is this just in? <laughs> uh, do you guys remember when Biden uh, said this? Anybody making more than $400,000 will see a small to a significant tax increase. If you make less than $400,000, you won't see one single penny in additional federal tax. But let's talk. So, yeah, that was. Mama's wrong again. <laughs> yes, Mama is wrong. Because that was in an interview he gave while he was running. Or I don't know when this interview was, but it was with George uh, Snuffleupagus. Uh, so we know this is fact. So he says, if you're making, if you're not making over four hundred thousand a year, you don't have anything to worry about, right? Well, that's wrong because it's since come out. If it's if you're making over or individuals, like he made it sound like individuals making over four hundred thousand is who is who he's looking at. But it's households over four hundred thousand. So 
you're, if you're a husband and wife and you're making 200 each or 201 each, you're screwed. So it's not 400. So I mean, not that, you know, not that we have anything to worry about, but still. Um, so even so, whether it's 200,000 a person or 400,000, that's, that's still a, not a big, uh, we're still in the minority there. You know, your family, my family, we, we still, we're still under that, whether it's 200,000 a person or 400,000 a person, well, whatever. We're the middle class. Right. But, so, <laughs> words, no. So, <laughs> it's not fun, is it? No. Well, no, I, I was just looking for the article real quick. So, uh, I'm just going to spitball this because, uh, you know, I can do that. So many of y'all have seen where he is putting out where he wants, I think it was three, three trillion, three point five trillion, whatever it was, um, infrastructure bill. Well, now it's since moved up to four trillion mm. because you know pff, it's just money. It's, it's just money. It's just, it's just money, paper. right? Just paper. It's Come paper. on, man. We can print it. We can do whatever we want. So, Pete Booty Judge, Mayor Pete, uh, I guess he's now Secretary Pete. Uh, Floated an idea on how to pay for that uh, infrastructure bill. You want to? You want to hear it? Here it go. Here it go. Go up. Well, the gas tax has traditionally been part of how we fund the highway trust fund, but we know that it can't be the answer forever because we're going to be using less and less gas. We're trying to electrify yeah. the vehicle fleet. Yeah, we're going to use uh, less so and less gas. So we can't worry about the gas the tax on uh, the middle class. We can look at it, but if we do, we got to recognize that's still not going to be the long-term answer. What about a mileage-based tax? So mm -hmm. I think that shows a lot of promise. If, if we believe. So basically, we we don't we, we've already taxed gas we tax it all the time that's why like you look at the gas you know in state from state to state is different even in within a state the gas prices are different because of gas taxes so he himself says well we can't really focus on a gas tax because we're trying to electrify we're trying to put more electric vehicles out there we talked about it was it the last show we talked about uh biden won until to electrify the all the yep. government vehicles right right um, so we can't focus on taxing gas because we're trying to electrify. So what better way to do that? Well, even if you drive an electric vehicle, you got to drive. You got to put miles on that car. So we'll do a mileage tax. So now my question is, if that's something that actually happens, is that something you have to claim on your taxes? How many miles did you drive this year? Damn, if I know. Well, that's what I'm saying. You're going to start tracking that. Or they're going to send a little. Uh, they're going to send you a little, little thing you plug into your mileage. Uh, yeah, well, you plug into your uh, your port. You know how most pretty much. I'm it, not plugging anything from the government into my fucking port. You're going to plug it in, and you're going to take this vaccine, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Nope. I'm not taking the plug or the poke. <laughs> you're going to take it, all right. Just bend over. <laughs> so, point being is this. What happened? What happened to? Uh, we want less government. We want less intervening, not, less interference. That's of what. Government. That's what happens when you when you vote for a Democrat. But my point is this. Okay, Biden says if you make over four hundred thousand, if you make under four hundred thousand, you have nothing to worry about. If you and if and whether that's true or whether it's two hundred thousand. So let's just let's just assume it's under two hundred thousand. Okay. So I gotta fix my feet there. So if it's under two hundred thousand a person, okay, what's the median income in America? 
I, I don't know that number off the top of my head because I wasn't thinking about saying this. It just came to me. But let's, I know in Florida, I think the median income is 50000 Okay. Okay. So that means that the majority of Floridians make around $50,000. Now, if you're listening to this program and you're thinking, fuck, I don't make 50, I make 20. Okay. Well, you make 20 and some people make 70. Some people make 80. Some people make 100. Whatever the case may be. My point is this. I'm not going to raise taxes. If you're making under 200000 if you're making under 400000 you have nothing to worry about. Well, guess what? Most of the people that drive a fucking car make under $200,000 a year. Right? You don't make $200,000 a year, do you? No. Do you drive your car to work? No, man. I take the, the tram, the... The trolley, the the city yeah, transportation. Yeah. Well, speaking of which, how about how about Uber drivers? That's what I was gonna say. Think Ooh. think of your Uber and your Lyft and your, your cabs and your, you know, are are those guys gonna get to be? Are if, you if you're not getting uh, carjacked? That is. Yeah, well, we'll talk about that in a second <laughs> too. But but my point is is if you if you are uh, the median earner in Florida, and let's say that number is fifty grand, and you're driving to your job, and you're a manager at, uh, you know, Publix or Walmart or Target or wherever you do, and you're driving to work to make your fifty thousand a year, and let's say you only drive ten miles to go to work, let's just say ten miles. So let's say you work five days a week, and you drive to and from is twenty miles a day. Right, so you're driving on just just to go to work. Now, forget about going to the store, going to the gym, going to the beach with your family. Just you're just going to work. So, five days a week, you're putting a hundred miles on your car. Okay. I feel like you're talking directly to me. I am talking to you. Talking to you. Well, that because that's essentially what I drive. Oh, you do drive. (laughs) (laughs) It's about ten miles from the house to the work. Okay, so you're driving a hundred miles just to go to work. Just to go to work. To, to make your salary, you're driving 100 miles a week. So let's say uh, the average person probably gets two weeks of vacation a year. So you're doing that 50 weeks a year. Mm-hmm. You're driving 100 miles a week, right? Mm-hmm. So that's 5,000 miles a week or a year, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. that you're driving just, just to go to work. Mm-hmm. Forget about anything else. You're just going to work. What is that tax going to be? Let's say it's a quarter. Let's just open up phone. Let's just say that that is 5,000 miles times a quarter, a mile, right? That'd be pretty high, but... Let's, what do you think? Well, I mean, uh, do, it, do it like a dime. Okay. 10 cents. So, so 10 cents. Mm-hmm. Okay, you said you filed your taxes. That's just you. That right. doesn't include your wife driving to work right. or your daughter driving to school. Right. That's just you. Mm-hmm. You just did your taxes. Right. And you got back, if you don't mind me asking. A cool $22. Uh, well, not once you pay your uh, mileage tax of $500, sir. $500 just... Just to go to work. Right. So now, now I'm being taxed for the right to work. And that's you. So let's say your wife... Drives the same. No, she drives more. Actually, well, no. I'm just, I'm just saying. Right. So a thousand dollars a couple. And then your daughter drives to school, and she drives further. Oh yeah. Just to school, she right. drives further. So you're talking a family of three, 
if you if each one of you only drive to and from work or school and you're only driving, let's say, 100 miles a week. You're looking at a $1,500 tax bill. Right. And that's at 10 cents. You know, even if it's a penny a mile, just to and from work and school, you're looking at, you know, $200, $300. It doesn't seem like a lot, but that's just going to work and school. Forget about the beach, hanging out with your friends, going to the gym. Say, hey, man, you coming? You're going to go to, I can't afford it. Can't afford to put the miles on my car. <laughs> you know, I got a tank full of gas. I mean, I just filled up. I had to sell a kidney to get gas because, you know, it's $20 a gallon now. But that's my point. Oh, if you're making under 200000 you had nothing to worry about. Well, that's most of America. Most of America makes under 200000 right? But we're going to get you on the backside with a mileage tax, so fuck you. And then, God forbid, you know, like if you, the, <laughs> I've dealt with this, buying cars. So the car I drive, guess what? They slap on those cars that I've got sitting in the, in the garage. They put a gas, guy, uh, gas guzzler tax on those cars. Because you're going to use a shit ton of gas driving that car. Well, so not only do I got to put expensive gas in that car, but then I had to pay extra for the car just because I'm going to put expensive. So I think what you're trying to say is, is Biden lied. <laughs> News of the obvious. Well, here you go. This probably won't please you anymore. You don't want to hear it. Uh, the U.S. has just pledged over $600 million in aid to Syria. Hey. So we bombed Syria. We bombed Syria because of whatever reason. And now we're going to get which $600 may, million. Which may or may not have triggered the shooting in yeah. Boulder, Colorado. No, that's no. kind of gone away. We needed a gun incident. Oh, But that's kind of gone away. Mm-hmm. No one's no, talking about it. No. It, it's not gone away. Mm. It has not gone away. Trust me. Well. But no, nevertheless. Until the next are, one. Here, yeah. Here we are giving out. Um, we're just... We're just I mean, it, well, it was was it part of the everyone getting their fourteen hundred dollars stimulus check? That was probably part of that one point nine trillion was probably that six hundred million. No, well, I, I'm not sure. A UN coordinated effort is seeing some four point two billion to help Syrians inside the country and five point eight billion for countries hosting refu- refugees. So, what about the states in in this country that are and these cities that are having refugees. to deal with all these refugees? They're not getting any money from the government. No. They're getting backlash. Yes. And then we're sending teachers to go teach the kids how to speak English or how to do math. But in the meantime, our kids can't learn shit because they they might spread the, the evil COVID. Right. You got it. Okay. You Just making it. sure. Yeah. Just making sure I'm on that microphone's right there. I didn't realize that. <laughs> <laughs> so, you spoke earlier uh, when we were talking about Uber drivers and taxing the miles and so on and so forth. So I guess the question would be, will Uber, Lyft go away? Will they get some kind of tax exemption? I'm assuming, maybe, I don't know. But is it even safe to be an Uber driver? Doesn't seem like it. At least not in D.C., right? Doesn't seem like it. Now, how how old were these girls, 12 and 13 or something like that? They They were quite young. I think one of them I know for certain was 13. So they were between 12, 13, 14 years old. Yeah, these are young girls. Right. You know. And so uh, they oh. they were, I saw the video, they uh, 
picking up the, the Uber. It was an Uber driver, right? It went and left. Uh, no, and, he was he was an Uber Eats driver. And he was a middle oh Uber Eats. So they were just they had ordered food from wherever, and he was delivering it. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming, assuming. I'm assuming he was. And he was a Middle Eastern, right? Yeah, I w- I'm telling you, I, I I had it all. I had it all, and it's all gone. <laughs> you, this is what happens when we have stuff planned for previous shows, and then I can't <laughs> get to it. Anyway, yeah. So essentially, what happened was this guy. Uh, either working for Uber Eats or, or as an Uber Eats driver, whatever. You well, had these girls who, with a taser, tried to carjack this guy. So they got into the car. And with these him are and young girls. Out. These aren't young like girl. hardened criminal, no. you know, 30-year-old women or whatever. Right. And so I, you know, we saw the video. I don't know for certain exactly what happened. I know at some point. The car takes off, so they're all three in the car, or at least two of them are in the car. And he's yelling on the video, this is my car, this is my my car. car. Yeah, and somehow or another, the car takes off, whether it be, you know, he's trying to get away from the situation or whatever. Well, he got flung out of the car, didn't he? Well, because the the driver's side door, when you watch the video, the car, when it takes off, the driver's side door is open. Okay. So it takes off down the street. And then uh, whoever's filming this obviously goes running down the street chasing the car. And the car is flipped over on its side. Well, he was flung from the car. Now, the one girl I saw her getting out of the car, uh, she was being pulled out of the top of it. And, you know, here's this guy laying here where he's been thrown into this gate, it looks like, or this wall. Right. She gets out. She's walking right past him, and all she's crying about is her phone. Was My in phone's the car. in the car. Yeah, right. So, um, and what I love is everyone's sitting there videotaping it with their phones. No one's helping this poor guy yeah. that just got thrown out of his fucking car. Yeah. No one's calling nine one one for this guy that just got thrown out of his well, car. You, guess, you know what? We got to get our world star moment. You know, right? Well, you know who else wasn't too concerned about this guy in this uh, attempted carjacking? Who? The mayor of D.C. Mary, DC Mayor Mariel Bowser put out a tweet shortly after this incident happened uh, and essentially kind of blaming the victim. (laughs) You think I'm making this shit up. I I am not. (laughs) It's his fault. Yeah. So Mayor Bowser tweeted this out. Auto theft is a crime of opportunity. Follow these steps to reduce your risk of vehicle becoming a target. Don't Remember pick up black motto. people. Re- <laughs> well, I'm just saying. Remember the motto. Hashtag protect your auto. And then went on to, to post a little short video snippet of, of ways to prevent yourself from getting carjacked. This is the fucking mayor of D.C. After just hearing that one of your residents was a victim of attempted carjacking. Not, we feel sorry for the family. We're going to look into this case. We're going to get to the bottom of it. We're going to find out who the two girls were. We're going to make sure they're prosecuted. You know, none of that shit. Uh, you should have been more careful to not been carjacked. So I guess the backlash was quite uh, intense. And she went on to have to delete said tweet. Well, she's an idiot. You know, it's probably because it's two young black girls and they don't know any better. Blah, blah, blah. I don't give a fuck. You just killed a man. Yeah. The guy's dead. That's your problem. You know, we we have a freaking trial going on right now because of a, I don't want to say a similar situation, but a situation where 
say what you want about the case, whether Chauvin meant to do it, accidentally did it, whatever the case. I'm sure these girls didn't mean to kill that no, guy. No, they meant to try to steal the car right. so they could go on a but joyride. Nonetheless, the guy died. So where's the outrage? Are we? Where are the you know the Middle Eastern people of D.C. going to start fucking burning down targets and stuff now? Well, well, we do have an epidemic going on right now of Asian hate for for whatever reason, and and a majority of it, and. and you know, forgive me it's all for Trump's saying fault. this. It's Trump's, right, fault. It's Trump's fault, but of course it is. And I'm going to say this, and somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that most of the documentation shows that a lot of it is black on Asian crime. Wrong. No, it is <laughs> right. Uh, well, uh, you know what I'm saying. No I, no, I know, I know. So maybe it's just the videos. Maybe it's just the, every video just happens to portray the 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 black on Asian crime. Well, I've yet to see any of them of some white dude just beating an Asian dude down yeah, for well, whatever reason. The video you showed me a little so, while ago. So we had I have two videos, and uh, these both came from Andy No. Um, if you don't follow him on Twitter, you should really follow him. He keeps I, up with a lot I, of the. Well, you can. I, I can't. I'm talking to the people. I'm talking to my people, man. Not you. <laughs> I'm trying. I, uh, Twitter Andy no, they is don't a really like good me. follow. He keeps up with a lot of the Antifa stuff. That uh, a lot of the um, the Portland. Right. Antifa riots and stuff like that. So, but <clears throat> for those that don't know, <laughs> from his last name being No, he is uh, of Asian descent. Right. So this, I, I'm assuming this story in particular is hits home. Hits home for him. Yeah. So we had a video of a uh, black male on a tram system in New York. Tram, yeah, it's subway. New York. Uh, it, yeah, it's like a subway. It's called the J train. Is that not in Atlanta, where the J? Tra- the, no, that's J Shack. Oh, okay, my bad, my bad. <laughs> but what you had is you had this uh, this black male beating on this Asian, whooping gentleman. the shit out of him. Yeah, uh, well, that's that's to put it lightly. Right, goes on to punch him several times in the head. Punch him into submission to the point where he puts him in a chokehold. Right. I thought those right. were illegal. Yeah. I, a, I they ban those, right? Yeah. That, it's a blood right. choke, according to the uh, MMA expert in the Chauvin trial. Yeah. The, the five and six MMA. The, yeah. yeah. The, <laughs> All right, trust me. I know a, I know a chokehold. I know a chokehold. I've been choked out many times. <laughs> I've tapped plenty of times. Oh. <laughs> um, but, but chokes this dude unconscious and then slams his head into the seat. Right. Meanwhile... The 30, 30 people on the train are like, okay, he's passed out. Leave him alone. Do not a fucking thing to stop any of this. Right. Right? And I don't know what the situation is. I don't know what instigated this. I don't know if something was said between the two. I have no idea. All I know is, is I'm watching a scrum go on between a bigger guy and a smaller guy. The smaller guy's getting his ass beat down. To the point where he could have killed that guy. Right. You know what I mean? And, and we don't even really know the end result. Like, he he choked oh, him out. I'm assuming that if he died, it would have been in the in the story. Right. In the clip. But, anyways, uh, ongoing, uh, they're, they're wanting the NYPD, they're looking for tips on this individual. All right, so we also had another video that came from outside... A uh, an office building of some sort. I have no idea what the building is for, 
but you've got the security cam footage from inside the building, you can see the outside from inside the building. Okay. Out of, just out of the blue, you've got this black gentleman walking down the street. You have a 65-year-old Asian woman coming up the other side of the street and just out of nowhere, right in front of this building, dude kicks her, front kicks her, knocks her to the ground, and then just goes on to start kicking her on the ground. Are you, are you sure it was a front kick? Did you get verification from the MM, MMA fighter from the Chauvin? Uh, right. He referred that as a uh, double axe hooking. No. It's, <laughs> it, you, you, it's no. very grainy footage. You know what I mean? It's but, hard to see because you're looking through glass uh, like a revolving door. Right. You're looking through that glass door of the video of the dude doing this. And it was an elderly lady, right? 65-year-old right. Asian woman. So it's not even like the Asian woman threaten this guy in some way. And this is not a small guy. This is a relatively large guy. And he just kicks the shit just out of her. Just kicks the shit out of her for... Apparently no reason. Well, I mean, she may have said something or whatever, but still. This just in. Man busted for midtown attack on Asian woman was on parole for killing his mom. Oh, there you go. Seems like a nice guy. On parole... For killing... For killing his mom. Right. Hmm. Interesting. How about that? Uh, well, the thing is, you know, if you, about the Chauvin trial and about the state of America where we're at. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. Uh, hold that thought. So he was caught on video, merciless, merciless, mercilessly. Mercilessly. Pass me another shark, man. <laughs> what's, what's that, Nancy? <laughs> mercilessly. Fuck you, first of all. And second of all, I'm going to continue with the story now. <laughs> Punching and kicking the 65-year-old victim in front of an apartment building Monday. Yelling, fuck you. Same guy? Same guy. Fuck you. You don't belong here. This is what he's screaming the entire time he's kicking her on the ground. That... that that lady. Guy. Yeah, the lady. He's yelling that at the lady. And this is the guy who just killed mom. Yeah. Well, he back in 2002, he was charged with the murder for using a kitchen knife to stab his mother in the chest three times in their house in the Bronx. Hmm. Banned kitchen knives. Kitchen knife wouldn't have been there when we killed mom. So was that an assault knife? Yeah, it was an assault knife. It was it an was assault kitchen knife. Jagged edge, probably had the black handle. <laughs> Thus, back to our last show when we said that if I, if someone's going to assault you, if a criminal's going to do bad, he's going to figure out a way to do it, whether it's with a gun or a steak knife, as the case were. Or with a foot. Or a foot. Or a hand. Or a chokehold. It's, it's not the weapon. It's the person. So, <laughs> so, you know, not funny. None of this is funny. Um, this is a very ser serious situation. I don't understand where the hatred's coming from or, or why all this is happening. Well, it, is the black? Are you talking about black and Asian crime? Yeah. Is it new? Is the question? I have no idea. Or is it just something to talk about because of, I have no idea of the was, China, the Kung flu, China flu. Well, I think that's what they're attributing to is that the fact that we've got Trump said those words and therefore it's right. causing. But but why is it only? That's why I'm asking. Why is it outraged the black community so bad that they hate the Asian community? So, like you said, this might not be something new. Yeah, it's I just, just now being brought 
to yeah, the Yeah, I think it's more I think that's more the case. I don't think black and a, black on Asian crime is is anything new. I think that's something that's been going on. It's well, just something to talk about now. But thank, thank God we have some sort of expert here to enlighten <laughs> wait, us. Wait, wait. Expert. Yes. You got to do this when oh, you say expert. Expert. There you go. So he, he's verified on Twitter, so therefore Fauci? he's an expert. Is that Fauci? Well, no, but he is a medical doctor. No. So Eugene Jew. Ooh, Jew? Wait. Goo? Goo? <laughs> Jew? G-U. I have no idea. I'm sorry. Oh, goo. Goo. <laughs> Gee? Gee. Goo? Whatever. <laughs> Are we babies? Ga, ga, go, 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 gee. He weighs in to, to let us know. What's okay. going on? So obviously, I'm assuming with that last name, he's a he's of Asian, Asian descent. Okay. Yes. So black on Asian crimes only occur because our system of white supremacy that strips African Americans of their economic opportunities while taking respect and dignity away from Asian Americans. Also, white people in power are experts at dividing and conquering to stay in power. Okay, so I'm going to say this about that. Once again, our fault, because we're white, we cause everybody else to be racist. So our racism is so deep, we cause other people to be racist, other ethnic groups to be racist. Our white people's racism runs so deep and so rampant, we can cause a black person to be racist against our Asian person. Yes. Part two, I do agree with the second part of that. I do agree, and I, I don't want even want to say white lawmakers. White I just think in power are I think, experts at dividing but the take, to stay in power. Take the white out of that. Mm-hmm. I think people in power mm-hmm. cause division because, yes. as you can plainly see in on Capitol Hill, yes, we do have a white uh, president. We also have a black, I guess, uh, female vice president. I think she causes just much division. I think. These people on Capitol Hill, the congressmen and senators, Senate, you know, you have all these different PACs now in Congress, right? Whether it's uh, whether it's um, Asian, they have a, uh, I can't think of the name, but I want to say it's like Pacific Asian Pacific members Islander. of of Congress and you have the black caucus and you have the, this and you have the Hispanic, this and the, you know, whatever the case may be, you have all these different caucuses. They, the division is not white people in power. It's people in In power power. period are causing this division amongst races. He's, he's, and it's these people right here, the news between the media and the people in power, which, kind of go hand in hand that's why no matter what channel you watch whether it's fox cnn cnbc whatever it is whenever you watch the news there is always a person of power on these shows whether if you're watching fox it's mostly republican whatever on fox if you're watching cnn or msnbc or whatever it's a democratic whatever so it's people in power. Yeah, but he's throwing out the old stereotype of the old white rich man. Yeah, yeah, well that's whatever. I'm not saying that there's not those. There, yeah, there's plenty there. of those people, but there's also plenty of other people that are doing the same damn thing. But so the black on Asian crime is due to white supremacy. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I'll go with that. <laughs> I'm just sick of it. No, there's nothing you can do as a white man in this country without being being called a racist. I don't even want to get into the Chauvin trial just because it's new and 
so what's today? Wednesday a trial. I don't think it's even started yet because we're recording pretty early. No, it's it started. That's why we had the expert. No, no, no. Today. Oh, today, not yet. Yeah. No. Um. You know, they opened statements was Monday. They had witnesses. The uh, prosecution had witnesses yesterday. Um. I, I'm going to make a prediction. I, I just want to say this. I don't really want to get into the trial yet. I want to let it kind of go for a couple of days, and that's something we can talk about on Sunday. Um, I believe, this is me, and we talked about this yesterday when I was talking. Uh, watching the little bit I've watched so far, the prosecution's case, he's had an MMA fighter on there talking about the chokehold. Uh, Evidently. Uh, you use your quotation marks when you put MMA oh, fighter. There. MM, MMA fighter. <laughs> there you go. I'll use the quotations on there. There you go. He, a participant in, in an MMA. But no. So evidently, he was a witness to this. I I don't know. They just happened to be there. But nonetheless. Uh, and, they, and they've had two or three underage witnesses. So I'm assuming one of the girls that, that testified was the one... Uh, recording. Well, there, I, the 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 famous video that most people watch was a guy, I think, because I heard him talking, and it sounded like either he was videoing or he was very, very, very close to the phone. Well, the because one he was the the dude he can't breathe. That was the girl. That was the girl. She testified she was underage. They didn't show so any. She of these. was holding the camera, and it just happened to be a guy. Next yeah, there was five, oh, six okay. people there. Okay. Like if you see, there was a camera angle across the street. So oh, they were okay. playing this. They were playing simultaneous video mm-hmm. with her recording. So you have her, the cops are here okay. behind the SUV. Well, across the street, there's a city camera. or I think it was a city camera pointing this way. So you can see the people. There was four, five, six people there of different ethnicities. You couldn't really tell because it was kind of blurry. I don't know if they blurred it out on purpose or what because right. most of the people that were there were underage. Like I said, I think they've had the MMA fighter and two or three other witnesses on the stand so far. And with the exception of the MMA fighter, I think they've all been underage or they they were at the time. They had a um, fire uh, rescue lady on there yesterday for the prosecution. No, no. but But nonetheless, my point is, is the girl um, videotaping that was one that we're talking about badge numbers and, you know, and the, the guy, he's not breathing, he's not moving, da, 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 you know. That, but there was, like I said, there was four or five, six people there. Um, watching the prosecution's presentation of their side of the case, now granted, we haven't seen anything from today yet, but it's very circumstantial. Well, and I was, we were talking about this last night, you know, when you called me, Um it's it's coming down what it appears to be to most people that are following the trial and reporting on the trial is it's going to be a case of emotions versus facts. Right. So you've got the prosecution, all their evidence is emotional evidence. Right. They don't have any factual evidence. They have emotional evidence. They have evidence, their evidence that they're bringing out, their witnesses that they're bringing out, the statements that they're making the things that they're doing are trying to elicit an emotional response from the jurors. Right. The The defense, on the other hand, has facts. They right. have the autopsy reports. They have the facts from the way officers ha- have handled certain similar situations. Right. Their training that they've had. 
You know what I mean? Like, which, which is going to be the thing. He's he's being. Um, I don't know the word, but his charges are upwards of I think second degree murder, third degree murder, and then it goes down to uh, manslaughter. Manslaughter. Mm-hmm. So, if I'm going to throw out the big if, if he's convicted, and I say that because. I don't know that this is a slam dunk. Looking at the evidence and stuff, if you can take, like you're saying, if you can take the emotion out of it. Well, you're supposed to. Well, you're supposed to, but if you can actually take the emotion out of it and look at the facts of the case, there's a, I would say, better than good chance that he gets off. Now, my question, and I said this to you yesterday, is do you think that the... So far, the prosecution's case, to me, looks very weak. Now, I'm not a lawyer, you know, but just having watched cases in the past, it's very weak. Are they doing this on purpose? Are they doing this for the for the hope that he gets off and then just watch the the uh, melee begin all over again? Or do they just assume they have this thing in the bag that they don't have to put on much of a case? They can put these kids on the stands to get the, like you're saying, the emotional aspect of the, they don't have to prove anything. They, they have the proof. It's right here. Look, he's on his neck. Right. You know. Well, I had, I, I had this uh, little snippet and it's, it's a, um, it's, kind of a, a document from, uh, I, I want to say a witness statement, but this is what was filed in the court. And I didn't know if you wanted me to read this or not from the trial. I know you said you didn't really want to talk about it very much. No, go ahead. But, okay. So this is, this is during the incident, and this is according to, I'm sure this is from a deposition from the, from the officer. Uh, so the officer said, you are talking fine. They're talking to uh, George Floyd. Floyd. As he continued to move back and forth, Lane, which is one of the officers, asked, should we roll? And this is this is apparently when they already have him on the ground. Chauvin has his knee on his on his back or neck or upper Whatever. area. Right. Should we roll him on his side? Said to Chauvin. Chauvin says, no, staying put where we got him. Officer Lane said, I'm worried about excited delirium or whatever. Chauvin went on to tell Officer Lane, that's why we have him on his stomach. Because that's what they've been trained to do. I think I've told you that before, that there's actually um, paramedics or whatever. When someone's in a delirious state like that, you want them on their stomach where they can't, they can't harm themselves or someone else. Right. None of the three officers moved from their positions. Uh, the video shows Mr. Floyd continued to move and breathe. At 8.24, Mr. Floyd stopped moving. And that's when he had a heart attack. At 8.25, the video appears to show Mr. Floyd ceasing to breathe or speak. Uh, Officer Lane says, want to roll him on his side. Uh, the officer... Is it Kung? Kyung? Kyung checked right Floyd's 
right wrist for a pulse and said he couldn't find one. None of the officers moved. At 8.27, Chauvin removed his knee from Mr. Floyd's neck. An ambulance and emergency medical personnel arrived and officers placed Mr. Floyd on a gurney into the ambulance and left the scene. Mr. Floyd was pronounced dead at Hennepin County Medical Center. Mm. All right. Hennepin County Medical Examiner conducted Mr. Floyd's autopsy on May 26th. The full report of the ME is pending, but the ME has made the following preliminary findings. The autopsy revealed no physical findings that support the diagnosis of traumatic asphyxia or strangulation. Mr. Floyd had underlying health conditions including coronary artery disease and hypertensive heart disease. The combined effects of Mr. Floyd being restrained by the police, his underlying health conditions, and any potential intoxicants in his system likely contributed to his death. So, the fact that he was jacked up on fentanyl fentanyl and oxy and meth and whatever else he was on, and the excitement of everything that was going on. Right. Forget about what did or didn't happen, what Chauvin did or didn't do. That is a tactic that is taught to them, to Minneapolis Police Department. You know, just because you might have a cop in, you know, you know, Philadelphia that they're not taught that, whatever. Right. Point being is, if you ever watch the whole... Video. video from the very first police officer, which wasn't Chauvin, that uh, approached Floyd in the car, him and the, the guy that he was with, he was freaking out then. Then, Because mm-hmm. if you watch that body cam, I don't know the, the officer's name, that the, the one that had the initial contact with Floyd, if you look past the incident, if you don't pay attention to what George Floyd and that officer are talking about, if you look through the car to the passenger that's in the car with him, whoever, I don't even know this guy's name, whoever he is, you can see him totally cooperating with the other officer. So you have Officer A talking to Floyd, Officer B talking to the other guy, and I don't know what was being said over there. I have to assume it's the same thing that this officer was saying to Floyd because you see the guy get out of the car, pull, you know, empty his pockets. And (laughs) you know what I'm saying? It's like everything that officer a is telling Floyd and Floyd, Oh man, ah, ah, don't shoot me. Don't shoot me. You know, whatever he was saying, he was freaking out from the get go. You know, he worked himself up into a lather. So, I mean, that's all I'm going to say about that because I, I want to see what happens today, tomorrow, and the next day. We can talk more about it on Sunday. Um, I don't see this being a long case. This isn't going to be an o, OJ trial, you know, three, four-week marathon case. I think it's probably going to last another week or so. What do you think? It'll go to del- deliberation might take longer than the damn trial. Right. Because... If he's convicted of anything, I'll say this. If he's convicted for anything less than murder of any kind, people are, the people are going to go ape shit. You know what I'm saying? That you think what happened back when this all started was bad? Wait. Wait. 
because if he's convicted of say uh, manslaughter, or do you think do you think that's not enough? I think if he's if he's to be, in my personal opinion, if he's to be convicted of anything, it's manslaughter. If yeah, but, but, if he's to be convicted of anything, but but my question to you, this is your opinion. Let's say we get out of this trial and he's convicted of manslaughter. Do you do what I? do you, what do you think the uh, reaction to that's going to be? I, I think it's going to be much of what happened last year. So you don't think manslaughter's enough? Not for the people, no. So no, it's I murder, think I it's think murder it's murder one. or nothing. Well, he's not even he's, or murder. Mur- uh, yeah, sorry, murder one's murder not even second, on the table. Yeah, second, right. You see, the thing is with murder, whether it's two or three, the the basis of that has to, he has to show intent. So basically, they have to prove that he planned on going there to kill George Floyd. Well, that's and you can. There's no way you can prove that. Short of him pulling out a weapon and shooting the guy or beating him down with his billy club. You're, you can't prove that he went there with the intent to kill him. You looking up to make sure I'm right? Please do, just in case. Whereas manslaughter, like when someone's killed, you know, if I'm drunk driving and I kill somebody while I'm drunk driving, I can get vehicular manslaughter. Well, I didn't mean to kill that person. They just, you know, because of my stupidness, I happened to kill this person while I was drunk driving. So, yeah, I can get manslaughter for that. Okay. So, here we have the definitions of first-degree murder. Okay. First-degree murder usually falls under one of the two for these two categories. Jesus Christ, give me a second. Okay. Restarting. Mouth is working. <laughs> Are you sure? Yes. First-degree murder is either premeditated intentional killings, like stalking someone before you murder them, or felony murder. In most states, first-degree murder is defined as unlawful killing that is both willful and premeditated, meaning it was planned. Arson, burglary, kidnapping, rape, or robbery, for example. All right. All right. So, elements of first-degree murder, willfulness, deliberation, premeditation. All right. What? I'm just saying, we got it. Premeditated. What's two? (laughs) I'm getting to a man. Second-degree murder. Is generally either an unplanned intentional killing, an but, unplanned intentional killing. But intentional nonetheless. Reacting in, no, more like reacting in the heat of the moment. So if you come home, your wife's in bed with another man, you shoot said man or both. That That's is, justified. <laughs> that would, they would get you on second degree murder because no, you killed justified. them, but it was unplanned. It heat justified. of the moment. Justified. A death caused by reckless disregard for human life. Okay. All right. Third degree is uh, or third degree murder or manslaughter. Third degree murder is also called manslaughter. is unplanned, unintentional killing that is not part of another felony. It can either be involuntary, you fall or push someone off a ledge by accident, or voluntary, you punch someone and unintentionally kill them. Okay. So that's your degrees of murder. So, like I said. I think they're I, they're trying for second. They're trying for second or third, and then I guess third and manslaughter are similar, but there's got to be a there's a, a difference in there yes. for it to be one or the other. Right. So I say, at best, they have manslaughter. 
in my this is now this is me not being a lawyer, not being a judge, not having having ever been on a jury, just based on what I see. Now, is that to say he won't get convicted of murder too? I'm not saying that because, like you said earlier, it's more of a emotional uh, testimonies and stuff. Are they going to try him on emotion or facts? Uh, I can honestly even see him getting off. I think once the the if you've been the little bit of stuff that I've watched of this, the prosecution's putting on his case. The defense hasn't been putting up much of a cross examination of said witnesses because. Those witnesses, like you said, they're testifying out of emotion. They're not testing, testifying out of fact. They're testifying out of emotion and what they saw. I saw this guy getting knelt on. I felt bad for him. Okay. Sorry about your, what you had to see. You know what I'm saying? There's really no cross-examining these people. So why the prosecution's even putting these people on is only to get to the hearts of the jurors and public opinion. Right. So once facts of the case start being thrown around, like in the opening statement, the prosecution, his, his opening statement was all crap. He sat there and told the jury that he was going to prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that he was asphyxiated and choked to death, right. and he wasn't. So you're going to blow your own fucking case out of the water. So either the defense, the guy you know, is very cunning, and he's just like, okay, whatever, you do you, you know. He's kind of giving them the old cousin Vinny uh, fucking opening statement. Everything that lied, everything that man just said is bullshit. Right. Well, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> and that's like we said that that's their case. Their case is emotion. Right. Right. So, and and like you were saying, most of the first. Um, the the prosecution's witnesses, they're all that eyewitnesses right. to the situation, right? They're eyewitnesses of emotion. Well, I can, I can tell you right now, according to the police and according to prosecutors, the least valuable is an eyewitness. Yeah. Because perceptions they're, between this eyewitness and that eyewitness, they could be standing right next to each other, two different stories. And it's all and it's and it's all based on emotion and how they felt at the time. Yes. And this was almost a year ago. Yes. So. So anyway. But um. So on that note, I think we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up. We'll get some more. Put a lid on the day. Put a lid on the day. It's a wrap. Oh man, I still have some more stories here, no, man. Save Come on. Them. I got children showing up, and it's about to get loud here. Come on, man. Um. What about what about this story? Save it. What about that story? But we'll have more on the Chauvin story. I am surely more on Matt Gates. We got some developing stories going on. So make sure you catch up to us on Sunday, which will be Easter. The Lord will have risen. And uh, say your prayers and take your vitamins. And uh, on that, I'm gonna I'm gonna to bid you all a fair adieu. And uh, my name is Don over there. They know who I am. I don't know. They know who I am. Fatty Wall, he's over there. <laughs> shrinkage. I'll take my fatty wall over your shrinkage. <laughs> you'll take this shrinkage and you'll like it. Unless I tell my wife anyway. So anyway. All right, guys. Have a great day, and uh, we'll see you on Sunday. Unless something happens in the next day or two, and we got to go live. We can do a Skype. No? No. No, we're gonna do it, I can only it. put up with you twice a week. You son of a bitch. Don't do it. Don't do it. It's going to make noise. <laughs> All right, guys. 
Have a great day. It uh March uh three three one three one three 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 one. We'll see y'all in April. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook at uh Don't Tread on America. Don't tread on America. And on Instagram, same thing, don't tread on America. And on Twitter, DTOM underscore seventeen seventy five. Check us out. Follow, like, watch the videos, watch the clips. Like us. Just like us. <laughs> like us. All right. He's Chris. I'm Don. See y'all later. Thanks for listening.